The stories you're about to hear are entirely true. They are some of history's most notorious and sinister mysteries. Whenever possible, the actual police and witnesses involved have been used in the recreation of these events. Your hosts, senior mystery analysts, Ben Pateski and John Nafziger, have been exploring the paranormal and the unknown for over a year. They dig deep for society's own good, working in the dark to bring the truth to light. This is Drunk Mysteries. Good morning, my fellow soldiers in investigation, my investigators in soldation, my fucking fighters of the truth, John. Yes, freedom fighters. Yes, I mean, let's not let's not sugarcoat this turd right now. What we are and what all of the listeners of our podcast are is there are people that are fighting for what is right in this world and what is right is the truth. And I know it takes strength to get there, but let me put it this way. We are fucking plastered right now, and here's why. It's right, because my we name are... is John Nastiger, and this is Ben. Go on. And John, my name is Ben, and your name is John, and the reason our names were named that is because we were people who wanted to be given simple names. True. Because we believe in simple things. Agreed. Freedom, justice, the equality, American way. the ability to say things in public that you shouldn't necessarily be able to say. And John, I have a question. What do you got? What's the most important thing people can do to support this podcast? Oh, you're, that's, you bring up a good point because the most important, if you're listening right now, look, I assume you're under fire from the enemy mm-hmm. um, in a dark, maybe damp place. And this is sort of a pirate radio situation where this is like yep. a freedom radio. Like this is what you have to hang on to and believe in. So you're what you can captive. do. What you can do is subscribe and review in the iTunes app, assuming you can get a satellite Any, or anywhere Wi-Fi you listen to podcasts. Yeah. And may I add one thing? So I think that one thing you can also do that'll that'll really make an impact is don't don't blast this on Facebook, don't blast it on the Instagram, or do you know do whatever. But another thing you can do is tell one person you know to just listen, one. just one, to listen to the Drunk Mysteries podcast for all the sexual intrigue and mysterious talk that you rely on to get you through your work week. And, um, John, I'd be remiss not to ask you, what kind of beer are we drinking today to start these fine folks off with their week? Right, so for the last hour and a half or so, Ben and I have been indulging ourselves on what's known as the Thirsty Goat Amber. It's by, um... Thirsty Planet Brewery. It's based in Austin, Texas, our where, hometown. Where we are right where now. We're currently recording. Um, we you know, gunned to our head via Rick Warren. We were we yep. were wanting to go just out and enjoy the sunshine, but Rick Warren was sort of the the whip cracker, and he says, "He's our look, senior guys, producer, yeah. Rick Warren." He says, "Look, guys, you made Vietnam a commitment. Vet. You made a commitment to the truth, to finding out more about the world around you. You have to do this. Mm-hmm. People are counting on you." Yep. So, with that said, um, upon the very first sip of Thirsty Goat. Amber, um, the sweet and malty, rich, deep flavor of this American style amber ale will make your tongue just sort of tingle with a tantalizing sort of pleasure. You know, would you agree, Ben? I mean, or? I'm not gonna lie. I feel like I'm making love. Take a sip to right a, now. To a, there it is. Look at him. Look at him. It's going. All right. You see, I love that's it. good. And I feel like every time I take a sip, I am making love to a beautiful woman by a fireside, and you and know, she's sweet, wholesome. Yeah, it's 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 spicy, it's tingly, it's delicious. Mm. It would pair well with potatoes, with meat, with cheese. It would pair well under the starlit night um, when you're in a camping zone in the in the in the crux of Montana. Thirsty goat makes your senses electrify, as if it's a spicy finish, makes love to your tender taste buds. Thirsty goat pairs well with cheddar cheese, pork chop, burgers, moans. And also, of- also, John. Moans of your lover as you make sweaty, passionate intercourse under the summer midnight sky. No, that's true. And you know what? After um after that, I think we're ready for an overview of what we're getting into tonight. Lead us so, off. So you guys, we're tonight we're gonna talk about something that everyone does. Pooping. Yeah. As I said, everyone does it. You've probably heard it called building a log cabin, baking an ass brownie, giving birth to a state trooper, and of course Dropping the Browns out of the Super Bowl. Defecation, as it is known in science, is the final act of digestion. 
by which organisms eliminate eliminate solid, semi-solid, or liquid waste material from the digestive tract via your anus. Humans mm. expel feces with a frequency varying from a few times daily to a few times weekly. Now, Ben, just let's get this out of the air because I, sure. I guarantee that there are listeners out there wondering, what's your regular schedule look like? Are you a you once see, a day, John, once a day, I have what people week? call a high-protein diet. And because yeah. of that, I've <clears throat> I find myself shitting enough that sometimes I worry that my coworkers think, and this is true, yeah, that on. I might have a drug problem because I crap constantly. We're talking four through seven times a day. You've told me that. There's a group text between the two of us and our third roommate, Charles, um, and you've said, guys, I think my coworkers are suspicious of how much I'm pooping. No, don't get me wrong. I brought this up to my coworkers, but I'm like, listen, man, I eat, like, and I eat a lot. Like, I eat a suspicious amount, and this is true. It is protein-rich, indeed. No, it's protein-rich, but at work, we have um, a buffet-style line. Wow. And, Brag. You know, it's, yeah, no, we do. It's great. So what I do is I just pack as much on as I can. I avoid bread, but I eat a lot of greens, and I eat a lot of meat. Yeah. We're talking 3,000 calories. Apologize to me. Since the plague of the Middle Ages launching, quote, an intercontinental shit missile, end quote, pooping has widely been regarded as something someone does in private, behind a tree, or in the comfort of one's home and own laboratory. Mm -hmm. Dropping a deuce has been extremely frowned upon uh, throughout history and has even, at times, been punishable by death. Holy guacamole. Can you imagine that? But it's just like, look, this is everybody poops. I have to poop. Oh, wait, pooping might get me caused for death. Yeah, because, I mean, think about it. It, Pooping causes disease. And because pooping causes disease, like, if you're willing to just, you know, shit in the middle of the floor and potentially infect your entire family with whatever, poop disease, disease, then then you don't care about their lives. You might as well not care about your own. John, please continue, because I feel like we're going to get to why. The plague, the bubonic plague, the black death, the fucking, the big one in history that you remember learning about in middle school. It's worse than the flu. It killed over three quarters of Europe's population. Wow. And it's partly due to people. Wait, so how many, so that was hundreds of millions of yeah, people. more people than in whatever state you're likely in. Yeah, so over three quarters of Europe's population gone. So most of it, 20. It's like imagine the leftovers, living, but like reverse. Yeah, because most people Spoiler, are gone. Spoiler, it's like in the end of it where like. 2% Except of the they're not in another survived. place, they're just dead. Yeah, they're dead. So, um, and, and they, they believe that the bubonic plague was partly caused due to people just shitting in the drinking water sources. Makes sense. And also shitting in each other's lawns. Okay, makes which sense. Which is relevant to our mystery tonight. But let's, let's cover bit. shitting first before we get right, to Right, right, you're right. But I just want to, you know, foreshadow. Yeah, no, no, no. It's, um, it's definitely relevant. Despite the clear dangers of letting out a mud monkey in public... There are still those who blatantly disregard the hazards of pooping in public and insist on defecating in public and risking all of our lives. But why would we do that? I mean, John, tonight I want people to realize, tonight on Drunk Mysteries, we are going to go for what is the hardest thing one could possibly do. And we are going, because I mean, bear in mind there's a lot of hate that comes with this. And we are going to examine the unidentified criminal only known as the Mad Pooper, who to this day has been terrorizing Colorado Springs, Colorado, since the summer of 2017. Get ready, it's gonna be a Ben episode. John, so the Mad Pooper is the nickname given to an unidentified woman in Colorado Springs, Colorado, United States. This is a woman- I like Colorado. It's a great place. She repeatedly defecated in public while jogging during the summer of the month, during the summer of 2017, while she is prim- while she primarily targeted one family's property. She has not used it exclusively, so she shipped multiple places, mm. leaving some of her excrement wow. at other sites nearby. Photographs of her have been made public, so we ha- we do know what this person looks like. But neither she nor anyone she knows has come forward with further information that might identify her. Police believe that the woman's actions are intentional, since there are several public toilets within less than a block of her striking distance. Mm. 
Um, and and that she could use very easily and just without sort of any cause or financial loss. Yeah, exactly. Without trepidation, they're right there. After the case received national attention via YouTube and various news sources, a purported spokesman claimed in a now-deleted YouTube video that her actions were related to recent medical issues and enjoyed First Amendment protection. However... Freedom of shitting. Yeah, freedom of shitting, which I, I honestly do believe in. Uh, that's sad. I'm skeptical. That's I'm very sad skeptical. Because, well, okay, we'll have that. We'll save that okay. debate for later. Put a pin in it. That said, the video turned out to be a hoax. Procter & Gamble, the multinational home goods company, has even attempted to put an end to the madness, this crazy shit-fueled madness, by offering her a free year supply of its Charmin brand toilet paper if she turns herself in and likely faces consequences. Exactly. So, John, as you can imagine, there was controversy surrounding this. After a burst of news media in mid-September of 2017, police reported that there had been no further reports of the woman defecating in public. Although she had not been identified, a few commentators speculated about her possible motives. One believed she might suffer from Crohn's disease. Ooh, another, that's a nasty little bug. You it know? makes you poop a lot. Yeah. So another in Psychology Today proposed that she was a serial exhibitionist or serial, like a streaker or Just like a, the, mir- like a serial shitter. She got excited sexually and physically from crapping in public. Um, and sh- this psychologist proposed that they had poor impulse control mm. and were taking revenge on a family that had initially caught her shooting in public. So, folks, what recap, we're going to do right now is we don't even need to recap. We are going to chronologically go through the events that led to this travesty, which is the most prolific American pooper in American history. John, I would like through. to just real quick commend Ben on his research with this because, honestly— a lot of our mysteries are kind of cut and dry. We, you know, we do our research, we look at our facts, we find out what the case is available. Ben, Ben traveled for this mystery. He went I to did, the town. I he did. went to the town. I, I don't. Don't let me talk for you. Know, like I know you're I don't modest. Be you're modest. So, like, I just want to say, Ben did a lot of work on this mystery, and I'm proud of him as his co-host and fellow investigator. Listen, this I'm, is not, folks. This is not why I do this for the commendations. But what I will do is this, John. I'll pass the ball to you to make sure that we solve this mystery and make sure that we catch the poop napper before it's too late. Go. Okay, so we're gonna right now we're gonna go over the history events and I wanna clarify real quick that some names have been changed for the safety of the individuals involved. I know that we claim we use yep. authentic sources in our opener and oftentimes we do, most times we do as, as often as we can. This was but kind of this a big one deal in this particular like, episode. Though, exactly. Because a lot of people don't want to be known as the person that involved the serial shitter of Pine Creek. You Tom, could say go. this mystery is poop fresh. Anyway, so it was just like any other magical summer day in Colorado Springs for the Bud family. Boudet family. Boudet family. Excuse me. Thank you, Ben. Um, children were playing kickball in the streets. They were playing freeze tag. Um, all while their parents were talking about politics um, and the sciences. Just you know, technology as it evolves. You know, phones. They had the latest that. phone. Um, while they were enjoying just iced, cold, sweet teas on their luxurious porches. This is what you might refer to as the American dream in action. Because it seemed as though nothing could, quite frankly, go wrong until... Disaster struck. Jonathan Boudet, a 10-year-old innocent boy who was known for his smile, his glare, and his... And his mean fucking being able to kick a ball really far. Well, you know, he was okay. But, and his sister, of course, Maggie, age eight, who he had been teaching the ropes of life. They were both playing a casual game of horse... Which is a game where... Involving basketball. Yeah, involving basketball. They were playing in the front lawn in their driveway. You know the rules, listeners. Go on. Yeah, when suddenly Jonathan noticed something strange. A female jogger in her mid-30s and pretty by all intentional witnesses. um, Even a two-year-old boy was like, I would hit that. Yeah, I would hit that, man. Um, So she runs up to the front yard. Jonathan is noticing this as he's playing horse with his sister. Um, looked at both of the children, and then did the unthinkable. She pulled down her pants, walked onto the family's front yard, and then looked, and then took a Cleveland steamer right in the Boudet family's freshly mowed grass. Jonathan, sensing danger, 
grabbed his sister and ran inside. So Kathy Boudet, John, do you know who yeah. she is? She's the mother of the children. And so the mother of the children recalls the kids running inside, and they said both, quote, there's a lady taking a poop. Oh, no. You see, Kathy Boudet was not sure they were serious. She thought her kids might have been fucking with her. This is ridiculous. So then she went outside to see for herself. Then she saw a mysterious woman mm-hmm. squatting with her jogging shorts around her ankles. And then Kathy Boudet, Kathy Boudet said to her, Are you serious? Are you really taking a poop right here in my lawn in front of my kids? According to Kathy Boudet, the jogger then answered, Yeah, sorry. Then... When Kathy Boudet confronted the woman about having defecated in public and allowing the, her very children to see her fucking butthole in public. This is woman, dark. Yeah, it is. The woman simply pulled up her shorts and ran away. Kathy assumed she would return quickly to clean her feces, but the mad pooper would never return again. She had something what would seem entirely more nefarious in store. Exactly. So instead of finding a poop... Uh, and cleaned it up as expected. The Boudets found feces at the same spot on the sidewalk the very next week. Wow. Exactly seven days, approximately like 144 hours. So what we have later. right now is some kind of psychopath. Yeah, a fucking someone like a, that's targeting a family. A shit terrorist, on... you yeah, might no, say. Like I mean, she is, she is imposing her will. Among the neighborhood wait, via the wait, threat John, of feces, John, the let's terror just, of feces. Let's just break down what a terrorist is for a second. So a terrorist is someone that uses fear to impose dominance on someone for political reasons. And I feel like that's exactly what's going on right now. So please keep going. God damn it. So it they find the, the poop on the sidewalk a week later in the exact same spot, like literally within inches of itself, as if to send a message, right? Like, yeah. like I will not be stopped. I'm going to continue to shit near your property mm-hmm. and on it yeah. whenever I please, and there's nothing you can do. Exactly. I mean, it's it's just fucking terrorist one-on-one. So, and then it happens, what, the next week, and the next week, and the next week. And paper napkins and wipes the jogger had used to clean herself were often found nearby. So she's planning this. Before she runs, she's grabbing a couple clean, you know, fucking, like, you know, wet ones. And been like, all right, this is in my little pouch with my iPhone. Yeah, no, it, like, when it's, I shit it's, on this person's lawn. Something... When I shit on this person's lawn, I'm going to wipe myself off. And then I'll leave it there because, you know, fuck them. There's something strange going on, obviously. Like, it's I mean, sadistic. It's sadistic. And I want you to bear in mind the kind of personality it takes to plan and shitting in public in the middle of a street on someone's lawn time after time after time. Please keep going. It's my turn, actually. Yeah, so we're, we're right here in the notes. So the Boudet children began to call her. Like, this is after this family's been going this through this for a while. We've seen it. The Boudet children began calling this mysterious woman the Mad Pooper of Pine Creek after the Pine Creek stream that flows through their neighborhood and near their home. Mm. So soon, Kathy Boudet, the mother of this family, the, patri- the matriarch, matriarch, the matriarch, so to speak, couldn't take it anymore. No, just literally matriarch. Not knowing the identity of the pooping jogger, she posted flyers around the neighborhood addressed to the female jogger that said, quote, to the female jogger that continuously uses our fucking yard and our walkway. F-bomb. She didn't say fucking. As a oh. toilet and... She said, please stop. And basically, the female jogger just not did not fucking increase all. So basically, she just leaves these flyers. She did not comply with the request. No, she did not. They leave flyers all around town that says, please stop taking dumps in our lawn. And no one listens. Nothing. So, no response. And by the way, after that, not only did the Boudet family notice that this woman was ignoring the pleas, they noted that she ran by their home at least 15 times in a single day. Before, defing, before defecating on their lawn. And um, according to Boudet, frequency of Alabama snowman, which is what they called the shits that were I digging. I love it. I fucking, that's yeah, a great oh, term. Yeah, it is. Alabama snowman. Term. So this woman was leaving Alabama snowman on their lawn, according to Kathy Boudet. And the rate only increased. So Kathy not only began to find shits in their lawn once a week, but the neighbor's yards and sidewalks now also appeared to be being targeted. The Boudet family felt powerless because their neighbors were also now having their lawns fucking shit on. So they called 
the police. Okay, let's let's talk for a second. Let's inject your... Recap, John, please. Look, so what we have here is a quiet suburb in Colorado. Um, just, you know, a nice, quiet family, a bunch of people just working, trying to make their way. They're trying to put their kids through school, maybe getting them to college but so that they happened? can become better than them. But then this sort of rogue agent, this non-state-based actor that we can know only as Woman A, uh, Suspect A, um, who is a Jane Doe, she starts just defecating relentlessly, week after week, and unexpected, following no time, no pattern, no rhythm. Um, she starts just defecating in this poor family's lawn, specifically targeting him. When the family sources take natural American responses, you know, just being like, I'm going to call the police, you know, I'm going to threaten it well, first. Yeah, first they put... But first they put flyers around town, and then because bear in mind this non-peaceful is a, this is a, sort of defense this, mechanisms. This is a regular American family who's having their yard shit on constantly. Who's recapping here? Me. That's right. So anyway, then recap. Jesus. I was, but anyway. So after fucking non-violent American responses to be like, look, if you shit on my lawn, I will call the authorities. If you shit on my lawn, I might cap your fucking ass. If you shit on my lawn, I'm gonna slit your fucking throat. To no avail. This this rogue shitter continues to defecate on the lawn week after week after week through an entire summer. Um, and finally, as I get, we're get to the where we are now, the family, the Boudet family, Kathy Boudet, the matriarch, yes. calls the authorities. The so Ben, let me ask you right now. If you ha- you've been on runs in public, I assume, and have there ever been times that you've had to maybe let um, drop the uh, quote Browns off at the Super Bowl? John, I'm not gonna lie to you, and yes, there absolutely have. But okay, here's the thing. real quick before I, you no, before wait, you go on, finish. I have the bowel control to actually regulate how and when I shit. Okay, that was my question. Was like. Can't, did you find yourself able to control yourself, able to maybe restrain or just okay, alternate so your route? So I have multiple stories. The first one starts as this. I Please was about do. 16 years old. I was in high school. I was on the wrestling team. So what we were doing was this. We, we had to run a regular route that we had to run halfway through. I had to crap. So you know what I did? I ran to the woods, which were fortunately right adjacent to the street that Off I was on. Off the beaten path. Off the beaten path. So I did that. I, you know, I used my Don't boxes of me. toilet paper. I threw them in the woods. But here's the thing, though. So in the past eight months, I've had to do that in the woods again because I was on a six-mile run. Like, okay. What else am I supposed to do? But it's six miles. The other, thing, the other thing is this. So this woman who has been shitting on this person's lawn constantly, if she has a problem that is causing her to poop IBS. all the time, IBS has Diarrhea. Um, you know, whatever else makes you crap a lot. The thing is, is that... She should just be going in a treadmill or somewhere that yeah, has a toilet for I her agree. to use. Like at a this gym. Point, at this point, you're no longer a sympathetic character, but someone who's just neglecting responsibility. A literal shit terrorist. A literal shit terrorist. Neglecting your responsibility based on your own unfortunate circumstances. Then, to just shit in the fucking someone else's lawn. Going to porta potty in a restaurant. I, I have to use the... the uh, the, the, I have to use the John, but I'm not a monster, so I'm going to go in our home. Okay, then um, I'll... Uh, then yeah, I'll, if you don't I'll mind, don't, please do. All right, so folks, John right now is using the restroom to perform his God-given duties of bowel movement. Bowel movement, like many other movements, takes a little bit of courage. So right now, let's dive into the police response and the media response of this particular case. So... On the year of the attacks, one officer, Lieutenant Howard Black, said he had never seen anything similar to this in his 35-year career police service in Colorado Springs. Like the Boudet family, he admitted to the Post, the Colorado Post, that it was in fact amusing, but allowed for the possibility that the jogger might not be in full control of her actions. Quote, said Lieutenant Howard Black, if it's a mental health issue, she'll be held accountable, but we will have to help her no matter what. The police stated that the mysterious woman could face charges of indecent exposure, so he said that they have to indict her because of her actions, but you know what? We also have to help her. She's just a crazy person. Um, and so anyway, they the police say that they have to indict her of uh, you know, possible indecent exposure and crapping in public, but... Things got sour. Although the Boudet family had seen the jogger take shits on their lawn dozens of times, and they had even dozens. managed to take blurry pictures of her, 
in which she appeared to be a thin brunette between the ages of 30 mm. and 40, police seem unable to apprehend her and the woman that is known as the Mad Pooper out of all their attempts. John, what do you think of that? She sounds like an attractive woman who just can't be caught even though she's shitting all the time in public. You wonder where the police uh, just like, look, we maybe know who it is, but a lot of us are trying to get with her. Yeah. Maybe there were even sort of inflection points, confrontations, where like, we saw her, but she's obviously gorgeous. She's yeah. a, And so she flirted her way out of it. Let's be honest. It's not impossible. It's not to say that, a, you know, like an attractive woman has never flirted her, flirted her way out of a male. Yeah, I know, but I have a question. Do you think that the fact that she's crapping in people's lawns, you know, maybe degrades the standards of her a little bit? Maybe I not. feel like if I were crapping in maybe people's lawns, maybe she's a celebrity people even. wouldn't want to touch me. Maybe she's just, she's got that much game. You know, so you, like, I, I, a, I, I don't know. Like I'm speculating I here. I do don't you know. Think, do you think? I don't, didn't see don't her. get me wrong. You're not sure. a, you're not a handsome man. I, I'm honestly hideous. No, I mean, disfigured is so, a term that comes yeah, to mind. I, and so I have a question. Do Why you, do you think I do a podcast instead of pursuing a weatherman career, Ben? Yeah, because that I I've mean, always dreamed of. A voice is much more powerful than looks could ever be. But I have a Agreed. question. I have a mountains. question. Do you think? That if you were crapping in people's lawns and it was known, you would be able to even talk to people in public without them, you know, immediately disregarding you as like crazy person. Well, I mean, I have to walk my dog in public, and sometimes I don't There's always the guy intend that fucking shits with his dog in public. Do you want my answer? Or do you want to speak for me? Go ahead. Right. So sometimes I have to walk my dog in public, and he shits. So, but there, are, I have a bag with me. But there, are, even today, he shit off the beaten path in some bushes. I had no intentions of picking that up. Because mm. no one's going to walk there. It's okay. It will go into the soil. It will yeah. go into the soil. So, like, I guess to just sympathize and play devil's advocate here, if I were to be caught shitting in public, I'd be like, look, it's good for the nature, and I would run off and bolt. I think I could get away with it and evade whatever sort of quote-unquote authority figure was be like, why are you shitting in public? <laughs> So you know, that's you my answer. You get away with shitting in public. Yeah. Do you think you could be attracted to the opposite? One time. Like, I don't do think, think I could get away with cheating in public. I don't think I could get away with cheating in public repeatedly in the same spot. No. You'd go to jail forever. Yeah. But I have a question, John. Yeah. A, do you think you could be attracted to the opposite sex ever again after you were a known fucking public shitter? And B, what happened next? Runner's World magazine ran a story with a headline asking the woman to stop. Quote, as runners, we understand having a sudden, a sudden emergency now and then. But when it comes becomes a habit, you need to change up your regimen. Agreed. It wrote. The magazine wrote. They gave readers the phone number for the CSPD, that's the Colorado Springs Police Department of Police, uh, to call if they believed they knew who the mad pooper was. The article further urge readers who might similarly be using public places to defecate on once or twice occasion, monthly, whatever, mm. um, on their runs to likewise stop. Quote, pull up your pants. Take your business elsewhere. We do not know what else to say, end quote. Damn, John, that's heavy. So it, it really is. It goes further. So sports news website Deadspin called the Colorado State Police Department about the case so frequently that the department asked them to stop in early October since they had nothing new to report. So the cold case kind of Leave goes, us alone. It cold, the cold case goes frosty and they don't even they don't have anything cold. else to tell. Like they Ice cold. They can't catch this mad pooper. So all of their leads had simply gone cold. Since then, the police report the woman appears to have stopped. However, Despite the increase in publicity around the case, the woman has not been identified. So, John, something new and wild would happen soon. So, someone would come forward that was only known... In response to the news coverage. As the pooper's advocate. Yeah, because, like, look, you couldn't speak through yourself, your own authorities. You no, I mean... To, you have to appoint, like, someone like, look, wait, I'm in so, neutral... Wait, let's do a recap real quick. I don't know if we need to. Fine, don't do a recap. Someone's shitting in someone's lawn repeatedly. Yeah, know. okay, so this person's been pooping. That's all you gotta say. But someone's been pooping okay, in his lawn if repeatedly. But if you're someone who's defecating in public, who's doing this, 
you, if you wanted to say something, you couldn't come out and say it yourself. You would have to appoint a sort of neutral third party to just yeah. be like, look, a lawyer type, to be like, hey, this person didn't poop in someone's yard, so he's guilty of zero Or crimes. they embrace pooping in this person's yard, as we might find out. Go. But this person can speak for me without fear of being arrested on sight. Yeah. So... In response uh, to the news coverage, a video posted on YouTube by someone who claimed to be that representative, a family member of the jogger, who he called Shirley, was the name of the jogger, quote-unquote. Yeah. Um, he said she was sorry for repeatedly fouling the boudet's yard. He then went on to attribute her inability to control herself to a traumatic brain, brain injury and complications from recent sex reassignment surgery. So, John, what you're saying is that right now what we have is a transvestite with traumatic brain injury yep. who's been pooping on someone's lawn for specific reasons. Yeah. So, beyond that, he said, the representative said, that it was irrelevant as she was not breaking any law open to interpretation. Her actions, he argued, were protected under the First Amendment much like what the right he called freedom of where you shit. Yeah, the dirty habit of breastfeeding. Sort yeah. of like, look, the right he wait. You, so wait, one wait, could argue on, that I she was protesting the government. It's necessary to back up. We are not calling shitting on the lawn equivalent to the dirty feeding no. of breastfeeding. Yes, but we are. This is what this guy said. Yes. He said we are quote, not equating this. This is he a, said this is quote his her actions are equivalent to the dirty habit of breastfeeding. And in response to this, an outraged local mother. And just just pillar of the community who had many children, over six of them, and had raised them all extremely well and extremely, and she had breastfed all of them. Yeah. She said to local news this, quote, I breastfed all of my, all of my four, so it wasn't six, it was four. I breastfed all of my four children, and that's just ridiculous as far as I'm concerned, she said. Breastfeeding is nourishing your child. You're doing something to take care of someone, but pooping on someone's lawn is only damaging. So, John, Unless you're the soil, because they do receive nutrients. Go on. Well, John, I mean, yes, the soil receives nutrients, but is it the best nutrients? Because I don't think Depends it is. Depends on the diet. I, well, I have, I'm going to go to the limb and say the mad pooper's this diet might have been good. This stinks. It might, yeah, it stinks, and you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to spray that stink with pine salt so we can it. make it smell like... Christmas. So Jeremy Lowe, who is he? A criminal defense attorney consulted by Colorado Springs television station KRDO TV. Are they popular? Yes. He emphatically rejected the spokesman's claim that the mad pooper was protected by the First Amendment. Quote, if the video truly was by Shirley's family, Lowe said, it was actually the worst thing they could do. Maybe. The, they thought that the videos would make the situation go away, but they won't, end quote. The spokesman might even find himself as called a witness, Lowe would add. So, John, it's important to note at this point in the yeah. investigation Dude, that we don't know mystery. what these videos this is are. This hot, no, just wait. steaming bear with, mystery. Bear with me. So, there were unspecific videos that were sent to the police department that the public has never been allowed to see. And so what we know is now that the police department mentioned videos that were so shocking that they didn't think it would help. Oh, it was probably just for fucking like oh, dropping God. rabid diarrhea on random people's lawns Living life. or just fucking blowing out her asshole basically to try to fucking oh, God. shit in public. And you know what? I don't think I, – I agree with the district attorney. I don't think that helps. I think what they needed was her pooping respectfully. Now, do you think, uh, I mean, the, this is tough because it's literally nature versus nurture, This is a right? true story, folks. It's a true story. So a few days later, the spokesman for the Mad Pooper would post a second video in which he disclosed that the first one was a hoax. So wait, the first videos weren't real? That's what he claimed in the okay. second, in the quote, second okay. video. I mean, we don't... He was later revealed as a D-I-S-O-P TV, another YouTube user known for producing... It's comp. Look, there's YouTube. It's well, weird. no, he was no. He, this farting is pets are involved. <laughs> he was, what he the, was, go on. He was noted for producing videos that um, 
that involved farting pets. Right. So <laughs> and possible motives. So, John, there were many possible motives. And bear in mind, the, this investigation by the Colorado State Police went on for months. And they could not find the mad pooper. But she continued to terrorize people's lawns. And we don't know why. Hot, steamy, so, right now, all we, get, all we can do is speculate on possible motives. Now, some news outlets went beyond reporting on the case to speculate as to what the reasons for the jogger's actions might be. Now, this famous reporter, Allison Feller, a writer for Women's Health, wondered if, like her, the mad pooper might be an avid runner who suffers from Crohn's disease, a bowel inflammation disease whose symptoms can sometimes be include an inability to hold excrement long enough to mm. reach a toilet. Now, quote, according to Allison Feller, my first thought upon seeing this headline, she recalled, was, oh my God, being subject to a story like this is my greatest fear. Sometimes her disease left her in such pain as to be... Allison Feller. Yeah, as to be unable to run or even leave the house, Feller would write. Uh, but when it did, she would experience symptoms very suddenly. Crohn's can strike, quote, Crohn's can strike when you least expect it. And when that happens, my intestines go from totally chill to be totally explosive. Faster than you can even think about Back to the Future, the sequel, or about where the closet available restroom may be. Now, John, it's important to note that Feller, after this, Allison Feller said she, too, took toilet paper, much like the mad pooper, and paper, Every and time. wipes every with time. her every time she went through her one. Quote, according to Allison Feller, I don't run with these things because I'm planning to use them, but I run with these things because I've learned to be prepared. Um, and then she recounted many times when due to a public bathroom was being closed or too distant to reach, she had to seclude herself behind trees or under bridges or in order you know, or under like, you know, someone's truck to defecate. Away from spots. Yeah, one time she admitted she had even had to use her pants Oof. as toilet paper. Quote, in an age where everyone is armed with the cell phone camera, I am terrified of someone seeing me go to the bathroom in an unapproved place. This then is Allison Feller still. Then snapping a photo or video and posting it for the world to see. LOL at the end or comment on, Feller would write. She felt considerable shame over the way her disease inconvenienced her and called the idea of experiencing public shaming on the internet because of, because of it, quote, paralyzing. So she felt paralyzed because, like, I sometimes have to shit in public and I yeah. can't control it and, like, I'm sorry, but, like, I have to do this. Mm -hmm. She warned readers who might not understand that the feeling that they should not shame someone they see experiencing similar distress while running. One day, quote, one day, you, too, may eat a burrito that doesn't agree with your stomach, and you may find yourself in a non-bathroom bathroom situation. Okay, so John, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that this. As someone who craps a lot, and this is you, true. Which I, you do. This is true, which I do. you do. I mean, we're running on seven or eight times a day, and I'm not making this up right now. That's absolutely true. How many times a day? It's like... Seven or eight. Go. That's one of the consequences it's 6 of a PM today. That's one of the consequences of a high protein diet. But bear in mind, I can control my bowels A and B because I would never want to be caught in the situation of crapping in public all the time. If that was something I had to do, I would change my schedule. Yeah. Maybe join a gym. Me too. Maybe fucking not put myself in situations where I have to poop outside. You can run on a treadmill in your own home and then have an emergency and not shit in public. Agreed. And that is why I do not feel bad for this person. So, and the other thing is, John, I have to ask you, Allison Feller, this person who has been very avidly defending the, the mad pooper of Pine Creek, could she be the pooper herself? Because that's what it's starting to seem like to me. Because well, okay, I mean, wait, let me ask you real quick. Because I, I maybe I've been drinking, but like, was she in the area? That's the first question. I mean, I honestly don't know because our research could not figure out. Well, I guess where it comes exactly. down to this. I guess it comes down to this. Then, if she was in the area, maybe. If she wasn't, absolutely not. Yeah, I know. But I mean, here's the thing, though. Why would you defend someone who is shitting on someone else's lawn? Because so maybe you also shit on people's lawns. No, I don't. Get, I don't. I but don't. Not though. you. But not you, Allison Haney. Not you, Ben Bateski. Obviously, I know. Look, if you shat on people's lawns, I don't know if we would be roommates, let alone podcast hosts. But my 
my point is Valentine's Day. Like what you. Allison Haney was trying to say is like, look, I have like legitimate medical reasons that sometimes yeah. unexpectedly cause me to have to like like I, I'm either it's like it's the bushes or my ass and like you would what would you do? Okay, and, I have to interject right now because here's the thing. Like if I by so the way Allison Haney is but not let the, me interject. I could not he I, is. Could, I could not agree more with that, it is someone that you should feel bad for. But the other thing is, like, if you were in that particular medical situation, why are you putting yourself in a situation where you have to poop on someone's lawn? Like, run inside, run into well, trouble. All right, R- well, wait, hold on, let me finish. Run into, run into gym. So you have access to a bathroom. Like, at that point, you're malevolently terrorizing another family and shitting on their lawn to their detriment and not your gain. John, go. Okay, for everything you just said, what I was saying was you asked me was Allison Haney the mur was the the serial she didn't pooper murder anyone. She serial pooper sorry we do so many murders but serial pooper and so I said if she is I I mean I guess what I'm saying is Allison Haney may she's a runner with irritable bowel syndrome one way or the other yeah and so like she likes to run because it's good exercise she yeah. probably plans her routes on like being accessible to a bathroom but like. Fucking things slip through the crack maybe once every few months. It happens. Once so every she arms, day, though? No, but that that's, was the mad that's was what I'm dealing. saying. I don't, I do not, I know, and I do not believe that Allison Haney was the mad pooper, and I do not believe that the mad pooper suffers from IBS. I think it's more of a mental condition, as per the spokesman. But that's not important, because honestly, well, I mean, it is important, but like, no, we're going to. absolutely important. But, but we want to, before I mean, we get to the, the speculation. Motive, John, hold on. The motives of the mad pooper or why we are doing this mystery. You're right, you're right, I'm sorry. Why we have to solve this mystery, and you're just combing over it. We are not fucking... What do you think your motives are? Lay it on me, because okay, you know what? you've I... been cagey about this since earlier no, today. No, I haven't. You haven't given me a chance to fucking... You haven't given me a chance to actually go through it, so here's what exactly what I think happened. I think that there's a community of people in the world right now that feel like society has given them the short end of the stick. And I believe, because they believe that society has given them the short end of the stick, they turn to rational, just not rational, rash, evil motives. And one of those, I mean, what's the worst thing you can do to someone? Shit on their lawn. Shit on their lawn. Like, and that really is. Like, you're defecating on their property. That makes that person not feel safe. To a stranger. Especially when they can't find you. And I think the only way to rectify these sorts of situations is to figure out the motives behind why they're happening. And in this particular case, I think it was happening because this woman, whoever she was, the mad pooper, thought that this family represented an ideal that she herself could never amount to. And then she decided to take out just her revenge on, you know, reality as it is and try to, you know, just destroy goodness in the world. And that's what I think happened. It's certainly a signifier of just, like, a lot of things. Mental instability. Perhaps a prone to terrorism. But, like, we're going to be move past that. Because, look, look, obviously, listeners, you know that Drunk Mysteries, while we're here to solve as many mysteries as we can, often we want to leave things open to you because that's half the fun. Is this a 12-minute episode? No, this has been a, a 43-minute episode. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, no, wait. So. Folks, folks, we were just... I was reading the wrong segment on the computer. Ben doesn't know how to read. And we're back. In related poop mystery news, as recently as the spring of 2018, police in New Jersey were on the hunt. New Jersey fucking representing, guys. Let's just be real here. Yeah, so they were on the hunt for a mystery uh, pooper at Holmdel High School and had been ongoing for several weeks. Eventually, authorities would deploy highly technologically advanced surveillance systems with heat-seeking missiles and all sorts of radar around the track area in the lush suburb of New Jersey. Well, folks, I am very excited to hear that we are finally including my home state in the mystery. Yeah, me too. Because I think that if there's one thing New Jersey knows, it's shenanigans. And so, folks, when the police took a look at the footage from the highly advanced cameras they had planted, they couldn't believe their eyes superintendent of uh, an older but distinguished gentleman who was 42 years old named Thomas Tramalaglini um, had been seen shitting on the grounds of the school. After weeks of investigation, authorities had their man and they arrested him on site at 5.50 a.m. on the athletic fields 
in this small, quiet town of New Jersey. So, folks, this is another poop mystery, but that was inspired by the act. But, I mean, you just, like, this is the whole reason I wanted to bring that was because, like, could these two incidents be in, in any way related? Oh, they are related. Like, well, I well hear... b- please go on. Okay, so here's the thing. Because like, there want, are states away. I want you to bear in mind. So, New Jersey and the other state in Colorado are, you know, they're, they're, they're a world apart. What do they have in common? Here's what they have in common. A love of freedom. Okay. New Jersey was one of the very first colonies True to that. rebel against the British government. And Colorado is a western outlaw state that was one of the very first to legalize marijuana. So, in that respect, they are both American frontier states in the very best sense of the word. But... The thing is, is there some sort of underground, possibly maybe like on online, like on the dark web, sort no. of deep state group that sort of relishes, like it organizes like and relishes. Yeah, it relishes in taking steamy, nasty, perhaps sometimes watery dumps in public places. Go on, Ben, your answer. So wait, I mean, the thing is, is if you don't think those people absolutely exist, then how do you explain a random? And by the way, if you look up uh, Thomas Trammell Aglini, he looks like a psychopath. Agreed. He looks like I gotta, the kind yeah, of guy I'll give you that. Shit on people's and that happened this wait, week. Wait, hold on. So wait, if you don't believe that that kind of guy is willing to take part in a group of people that also share his interest in crapping on people's public spaces, then I don't know what you think the deal is, folks. I mean, let's let's it's get true. real. It's true. That's true story. So let's talk about the aftermath. Having identified of the Colorado, of the co- we're back to the Colorado mystery. Yeah, Maybe and the, the New Jersey one wasn't really a mystery, but it was about people shitting in public. Well, no, we were talking about the aftermath, which yeah. is what leads us to this now. So we have a Colorado pooper, the mad pooper of Pine Creek. Yeah, and um, you know they're shitting, and then we we divulge. So, folks, back to the mystery. Having never been identified, caught, or brought to justice, the mad pooper of Pine Creek remains wanted to this day, and may have been involved with multiple public shitting incidents since then. According to the Center for Disease Control, or known as the CDC, over 8,000 cases of illegal public pooping happen every year, um, with around 350 of those incidents happening in Colorado, um, all in one place, Wow! since the mad poopers rampage. And so the CDC has Center also Center for reported, Disease Control. The Center for Disease Control, government's top, top, Plates against you know diseases for gross stuff, and they have also reported that 58% of all water samples they take from public pools test positive for fecal matter. Gross, John. So this is uh, everybody's favorite section, the fucking home run, the goddamn dinger of everybody's podcast. Speculate wildly. Thunder music. Colorado Springs residents and the media continue to speculate as to the identity of the motives of the shit machine known as the Mad Pooper of Pine Creek. Uh, They think that they could very well be taking dumps in public places to this day. It remains a somewhat inexplicable mystery mystery that the police were unable to find the pooper even though she was frequently witnessed by by her victims. victims. Other witnesses. Sometimes sometimes multiple multiple times times a day. day. There were dogs. Yeah, there were tons of dogs. This John had to be strong. Yeah, John, what? Hey, ben, Ben, John, let's ben. Sol- let's solve this mystery. Yeah. Okay, so here's what I think. Okay. What do you think the odds are that that? Well, no, you don't don't say I think and then ask me what I think. Don't just you think go. Okay, so I think it. I think the mad pooper was the person who was um. That girl who reported on the case. I forget her name. Scroll up. Kathy Boudet. No, not Kathy Boudet. That was the woman who lived in the house. Jenny that- Halligan. No, not Jenny Halligan. Was her name Jenica? Yes. I think it was Allison Halligan. Whatever. We're confusing our audience. God damn it, Ben. No, we're not. Yes, we are. So there was a person who... The person who defended it, who said it was like, oh, you gotta be fucking cool about this shit. Don't worry about it. John, you know what we're doing right now? What? We're losing sides right now. I feel like you're for the pooper and I'm against the pooper. No, I feel like I'm for the facts and you're for fiction. I am not for fiction. It seems that way, Ben. No, it does not, John, and here's why. Because, John, I stand for the truth under all circumstances, and the truth has taken me to the legitimate fact that I think... So who was it, Ben? Who was it, Pateski? The mad pooper was an Al-Qaeda-related sleeper cell who had no other choice but to put America in fear by shitting on people's lawns and attacking the family known as 
the um what was their name boudets the boudets time and time again and god damn it i will not live in a country that refuses to accept the fact that there are malevolent people in this world and those malevolent people sometimes try to use our own assholes against us in order to make us fear what we are capable of and you know what we're capable of people what we're tell me we're capable of doing all kinds of cool things in america smoking meats dancing in the midnight Listening to music, mm. um, swimming, brewing sw- beer, swim- swimming downstreams, brewing Eating. delicious thirsty goat amber beer, which can also be purchased at Specs liquor stores. Go. So, John, what you're saying is, is that if we didn't have freedom, the freedom to shit in public, we would not be able to drink thirsty goat amber ale. Exactly, and that brings us to the end of tonight's episode. And so, the question that Ben and I want to leave you with, listeners, is: Look, at what li- what point is the line that you cross? At what point is, because frankly, look, there's a million citizens in Colorado Springs. Over a million. Ben and I may never, from our vantage point, solve this mystery. It's nonetheless worthy bringing it to you, the passionate listener. So, the point, the question we want to leave you with, like I was saying, is um, at what point, at what line do you cross? At what point do you sort of give into your in, give into your animalistic nature versus your societal, you know, sort of culturalization? Um, because it's a, it's a hard line to cross. It's it's one that no one wants to have to cross, but like moments arise where things aren't as clean as you want. So that's all I have to say, Ben. I mean, it comes down to whether or not you want to be a Sasquatch or you want to be a normal... A nice, bear. A bear. So folks, I mean, it comes down to this time where we would like to thank our sources for this episode. As always, Wikipedia was invaluable. Yep, love it. We'd also like to thank our friends over at Deadspin. Um, specifically, The Mad Pooper is Not Alone, written by Patrick Redford. And, of course, um, a comment on the Washington Post and a story by Rachel Chazen, which is entitled, Colorado Springs Police Seek Runner Who Won't Stop Pooping in Front Yard of Family's mm-hmm. House. Um, and last but not least... Um, why I'm not laughing at the viral story about a jogger dubbed the Mad Boober in Women's Health by Allison Feller. And if we forgot your name, Allison Feller, and remember it now. Yeah, so please, if you haven't already, a loyal listener, uh, subscribe and review in the iTunes podcast. Five stars only. It's all we ask of you. We don't ask for much. We give this to you. We are putting our livers on the edge. Ben and I are literally losing months of our life every time we, were, we have a recording session. You only live once, but we're going to do it for you. Yeah, so we want to thank um, our beer company, uh, Thirsty Goat Amber Ale, the Not a Thirsty Planet. We want to thank them. Uh, Rick Warren, who honestly, we couldn't have put this episode uh, together. A Run special shout out to, to Tawny Lynn. Uh, just, you know, you, if you know who you are. Anyway, we'll see you next time on... Hopefully a guest on the podcast next time. But John, as you were saying... We'll see you next time on... Drunk Mysteries. So, my grandma, she was a lesbian, but the reason she was a lesbian is because she was molested by an antler, a deer's antler, when she was a child. And this happened only because she was carrying a carrot in her mouth. And the deers thought that the carrot was actually um, a female deer's genitalia. So they had their way with her over and over and over and over again for days on end. Wow, Ben. That kind of sounds traumatic. And if if I may just intersect real quick. Was it a deer or was it some sort of elk type creature? No, it was a deer. It was a a deer? It was a regular forest deer. Okay. And the thing about forest deers is... is Like a Bambi in in your head. No, just a regular forest deer. That was Bambi. Yeah, whatever. You'd You'd find them anywhere. And the thing about forest deers is that... They have medium-sized penises. So right, my grandma like was not... Mill. She wasn't stretched beyond her limits. Okay. But she was given a run for her money, Got so Got it. To speak. All right. Well, that's about wraps it up. 